Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Friday, December 4th here on Straight Fire, the best daily sports podcast on whatever you listen to your podcast, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio podcast. Thank you for listening. Another great week here on the pod wraps up. We got a terrific interview with a bookmaker for the NFL. We'll dive into the best games for week 13. Your boy's taking it on the chin the last couple weeks. Don't worry. Great start to the season. We will rebound. Just one of those tough breaks here late in the season. The books have adjusted. Teams have adjusted, and my adjustments have not been significant enough. But uh, best bets at the end of the podcast um, I want to quickly thank you guys for all the great comments. It was a diverse week of guests. We had a comedian earlier in the week. We had a NFL, former NFL player, former college football star, Clinton Portis. Uh, and today we bring in a bookmaker breaking down how the lines are made, what's going on in week 13. Hopefully we can get you guys profitable. Quickly just wanted to touch on one note. There wasn't much news out there in Sports Thursday. Kind of been a slow week, unless you're enjoying college uh, basketball, which I am. And I'm also playing a little basketball myself. Um, Just a little two-on-two. Listen, I'd like to extend it to three-on-three, four-on-four. If it's outdoors, I'm I'm fine with it. I think you're good. Play with people you know are being safe. And there's no better sweat than basketball. Running is like an exhausting sweat. Basketball is like a good sweat. You know, you're working toward a goal, trying to win. Uh, love me some basketball. In the NBA, quickly wanted to say, I saw this, the new Rockets coach, who's never been a head coach before, okay? His father uh, was Paul Silas, a, a NBA, longtime NBA coach. The coach of the Houston Rockets came out and said, he's giving James Harden space because Harden has, you know, been upset with what happened this offseason in Houston. Daryl Morey's gone. Uh, the coach Mike D'Antoni's gone. They just traded Russell Westbrook and Harden allegedly wants out. And the head coach, 
He's never been a head coach in the NBA before. Comes out and says, I'm giving him space. Like this is some friggin' high school relationship. Uh, and someone's not handling it well, or they're being courted by another person. And I mean, it's over. It, it is over. Like James Harden is checked out of Houston. Just do the deal. Um, I don't see what you're accomplishing keeping him. If his heart's not into it, his head's not going to be into it. His body's not going to be into it. We saw Kyrie Irving win a title in Cleveland, demand out when they said, why would you trade you? He said, I will say I'm going to get surgery on an injury and I'm not going to play. Do you want it to get that ugly with Harden? Just ship him out of town. I know you don't want to let the inmates run the asylum, but it's bad for everyone if you keep Harden. Get the best deal you can now, because if you wait a year, you get less. Like, there's a hostage situation, right? You do the deal quickly. Okay, let's get it done. Boom, boom. Okay, let's get the best we can. Move on. Um, Houston Rockets, boy, what a disaster. All right, let's get to our guest. His name is Johnny Avello, longtime bookmaker in Vegas at the win. He made a move in 2018 to DraftKings, and the gambling space continues to be just popping off. And let's get to a great chat about Week 13 in the NFL with Johnny Avello. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. 
Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into the podcast a legend in Vegas, a a living legend. He was at the win for, I believe, 13 years, and he moved controversially to DraftKings in 2018. Johnny Avello. Johnny, how are you, man? How are you on this fine Thursday as we record getting ready for week 13 in the NFL? Jason, I'm doing excellent on this fine Thursday. (laughs) Thank you. It's been a crazy season in the NFL with uh, games being moved and uh, cancellations and games being scheduled for one week and playing a few weeks later. But Hey, they're getting them in, and I'm happy about that. Yes, we all are. Uh, we'll get to week 30, 13 in a bit, but I want to obviously, like, listen, I've called this the gambling gold rush here in the last couple of years. Everybody is jumping into the pool with both feet. Uh, you got the big players, Fox, you know, we're huge. ESPN's in on it, CBS, NBC's making moves. Everybody is. And I don't know if I want to call you a trendsetter here, but uh, in 2018, you had been at the win for 13 years. And you made a move that kind of shocked everybody, sent ripples throughout uh, the industry. I'd like you to take me back to 2018 and what you saw and how you made that tough decision. Well, let's go prior to uh, 2018 and uh, five years prior to that. And, you know, there was buzz about a possible national sports betting uh, bill that could go through. But I just didn't see it. Um, You know, I didn't see a path for it to get there. Now, when PASPA was overturned, uh, that did it. And I actually wanted to be part of that space. So uh, Wynn is a tremendous hotel. Uh, I left there on the best of terms. I respect everybody that works there and um, you know, all the customers I met along the way appreciate the business that they've, they uh, had given us. But I think it was time for me to move into this space. And obviously, this space is much bigger than just one property. I, I want to ask you what your colleagues said to you. I mean, our, we had Brent Musburger on the podcast last month. And, you know, we listen, we do a lot of gambling here. And I got to say, if two years ago somebody had told me you were leaving for DraftKings, I, I would have looked at you like you had three heads. Uh, did, did you get any, whoa, dude, what, are you taking a chance? Is this worth the risk? Did you get any of that from your colleagues in Vegas? No, I, I did not. Um, hey, I'm 68 years old. What risk am I taking at this point, Jason? (laughs) So uh, I didn't think it was a risk at all. I saw what DraftKings was. Uh, Their fantasy product was successful for many years. Uh, Their sports product, when they launched it in July, you know, was uh, doing the best numbers in the, in the New Jersey uh, jurisdiction. So um, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised at what was going to happen. I was sure of, what was going to happen. And I just wanted to be part of that company. Um, they actually came after and recruited me. Uh, and it was uh, quite an experience. It only yeah. took about three meetings and I was convinced. Wow. Uh, now, when you look at the landscape, how it's changed over the last three to four years, uh, it, a lot of my friends say, hey, man, there's so much dumb money in there now. Uh, it, it's getting to, it's getting more difficult to bet because you don't know with this whole fade the public nonsense. Uh, I, what have you seen in the landscape the last three four years? The influx of money. Well, you know, it's betting is uh, it's an opportunity to have fun. Sure, there's professionals out there that play uh, that you know that do it for a living, and there's a lot. Most people out there just do it casually as for entertainment. So I think what I'm seeing is what I've seen for many, many years. Mm. Uh, the line may move one wave with the sophisticated bettors um, and the general public. Sometimes they don't care that it's moved that way from the right. sophisticated players. They like their side or their home team or what have you. So uh, <laughs> sometimes it is a, a balance of the, you know, the pros versus the unsophisticated player. And they both get there in different ways. Let's talk about closing line value for a second. Uh, a lot of top, you know, topical moment in sports this year, gambling. It doesn't, closing line value doesn't mean anything, Jason. You know, for instance, this week, week 13, um, Tennessee Titans came out and they were, I believe it was, they opened four point favorites, maybe four and a half over the Browns. And I quickly gobbled some up. I, I, that's a good play. It's now up to six. And 
I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm having buyer's remorse. Uh, what are you seeing in in closing line value specifically? And for, let's take this Titans Browns game as an example. Well, you know, you you think you're uh, you're getting the best of it when you make your bet, and then sometimes you find out that you didn't. But mo- that's going to happen to everybody. Uh, you know, sometimes a game goes the uh, you, you feel you're getting the best of it, and uh, first thing you know, that that game is two pan- points past what you what you took. Um, it happens to everybody, but you don't worry about that. You keep doing what you do and you uh, continue to try to get the best number possible and hope you can win the game. If you're on the right side, you're on the right side. Uh, and you're right about the, the number not coming into play a lot of times. It really doesn't. The three is the most key number in the game. Most games are going to fall three. One out of every seven games are going to fall three. You know, And then the, then the best number after that is seven. Uh, so uh, these games don't fall, but you still have to try to get that better number because yeah. that half a point over the course of time is the difference between making and losing money. Yeah, over the course of time is the phrase that matters because and, and you know how it is, Johnny. On social media right now, everybody loves to be like, oh, hey, you, you missed it by half a point. You were wrong. And, you know, I, I, I go back to the handicap. I feel like I was on the right side. I would do that bet again. It may not have won this time, but over the course, the long haul – you're on. That's the ticket you want to have in your pocket. Yeah. Hey, and, and remember another thing about numbers. Like this game, the Tennessee Browns game, right? You you took four, went to five, five and a half. Now, five and a half, five, five and a half aren't actually uh, key numbers that have never come into play on the NFL football until uh, the two point convert. You know, the uh, the kicks were spread out, and the two point conversion became, uh, you know, and uh, thing that happens a couple times during the course of a game. So um, there's been some since the rule changes, those numbers have become a little more key. So under normal circumstances in the past, that five didn't mean anything. You took an okay number. But now that we've uh, changed some of the rules of the game, more so they do come into play. I'd like to specifically look, Johnny, at Rams Arizona this week. It seems to be pinging between two and a half and three. Anytime it hits three, there's buyback and it's at two and a half. Uh, can, I mean, I, can you just keep talk me through how you guys are handling a line like that um, this week? Yeah, well, the game opened one and a half and we are at two and a half, but with a little extra juice on the two and a half. So before we go to three, we're staying at the two and a half and we're telling the customer, look, we're giving you a better number, but you got to lay 125 versus 110. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can, you know, other places have the game three, even money. So once you go to three, uh, you've committed and, and you don't bounce back between three and two and a half. Once you go to three, you stay there for a longer amount of time. So we've elected not to go there yet, stay at the two and a half and tell the player you can have it, but you got to lay a little extra juice. Yeah, now, I'm sure the average listener is saying, well, why can't, why aren't you going? Is there a reason you're not going to three? Because home field advantage supposedly is out the window this year. Uh, a lot of the numbers I've seen, home field just doesn't matter. There's no fans in the stadium. Travel, not a major issue. Why why are we not getting three with Arizona? Because I, I love Arizona getting a field goal, but at two and a half, I, I'm kind of wanting to stay away. Yeah, well, you know, three is such a key number that yeah. um, that once we get there, uh, yeah, you want to take the three, but uh, yeah. you know, we want to we want to stop from going there before we before we uh, do have our our customers take three because once we get the three, we don't think they're going to bet the Rams anymore. Right. And you want even balance, okay? You yeah, I, I totally get why I'm not getting that now. How about how about the Chargers? Patriot scheme. This is absolutely fascinating. I was on the Chargers side last week. Anthony Lynn continues to bungle any close situation. Um, he's going up against Belichick, greatest coach of all time. I don't, Johnny, all my numbers say the Chargers are the side here, but I can't get over the Belichick aspect where Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, some obscene number like 25 and f- 24 and 5 straight up. I, talk me through how you guys handled the line for this one. It's tough because the the Chargers, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, not not playing up to their potential this year, and uh, the Patriots aren't playing up to their potential this year. And when you talk about Belichick, uh, 
Belichick doesn't have the same quarterback he's had for many, many years. So I bet you this is one of the tougher years for him. He really has to come out with his coaching skills more than ever. Um, this is a game we opened up. The Chargers a small favorite, even yeah. though they're only three and eight, uh, you know three and eight. But uh, the Patriots just haven't played that well this season. Uh, the Chargers have lost a lot of close games, games they could have won, and so uh, we opened the game one, and we're at a you know a pick right now. So not a lot of movement in the game. Now there still may be some more movement. The game may end up going to. The Patriots won by the time it's all said and done. I, I want to ask you about something that's, that's a big topic that's come up the last yeah, three of the last four weeks as the public has been just getting destroyed. Is this whole, oh, there is 85% of the tickets is on one side, 90% in the next game is on one side, and the public happens to be on the side with 90%. The public doesn't want to bet underdogs. You know this. You've been doing this forever. Um this Chargers-Patriots game, to me, is shaping up as one where ain't nobody coming in to any book and backing the Chargers here, right? We know they're all going to be on the Patriots. I'm just curious, how do you quantify, if you're a gambler, how much that matters or not? Well, you know, when you speak that way, you say everybody's going to be on the Patriots side, um, and that's probably the abundance of money probably is. But for... For, for bookmakers, you know, the reason we open a line at a certain number is because we go by our power ratings. Um, and then you take your power ratings and you look at the injuries or COVID or um, any other thing that may influence the game. There's a lot of intangibles there, how they've done against each other over the last, you know, season or so, or if they played each other this year yet when it comes to division type of play. And then we post the number. Now, people, there's a lot of chatter that takes place during the course of the week on, boy, that's the, this is the right side, that's the right side. But as a bookmaker, we don't care. Yeah. You know, we just don't care. Uh, the name of the game for a bookmaker is the Vigorish. Um, if you take the equal, equal amount of money on both sides of a game, which rarely happens, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to make money in that game because of that Vigorish. But over the course of time, and we just spoke about that before for the player, for the bookmaker, it, it works the same way. Over the course of time, your losses are going to be uh, less than – your wins are going to be bigger than what your losses are. And that's what you work on. So, yeah, I don't – you know, people could say, well, that game went to two or why did you open it pick and maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it was. So maybe, you know, we make errors mm -hmm. too in making – putting up the wrong number. But for the most part – um, these games play out and all that chatter is between the betters and the, and social media and social. for bookmakers, I don't care. Yeah. So, so social media will say, well, wait a sec. If the house says that 90% of the money in this game is on the Patriots, the house is rooting for the chargers. Yeah. Right. The yeah. house needs the chargers. But again, that's like one of those weird discussions where it's like, okay, but maybe that's a $1 million swing. Let's, I'm just tossing out an a, a, a easy number. A $1 million swing on the Chargers game. In the grand scheme of things, that's nothing for you guys, right? No, you're right. And if I had if I had six games out of the whole slate of – let's say if I had the whole slate of the NFL games with 90% on one side and 10% on the other, that's okay. All <laughs> I have to do is win half of those games. Right, right, right. So do, do you think when, because this is a big narrative that's out there, Johnny. I know you've seen it. Like, hey, man, 95% of the people are on the Vikings. You want to be on the other side. When you hear something like that, what do you tell a young better who, you know, is it maybe a guy right out of college who just doesn't know any better? What do, what do you say? Ignore that. Handicap it yourself. What do you tell them? Oh, boy. I've been, I've been, Jason, I've been hearing this for years. Yeah. Uh, how the public's on one side, so go on the other. Uh, or, you know, so I just, I don't, I don't think you handicap that way. Dying. I don't think you follow the crowd. I think you handicap because you've done a little bit of research. You've looked at both teams, you know, who's playing in the game. You know how a team does against the run. You know how they do against the pass. You know about their special teams. You've done your handicapping and mm -hmm. you've made your bet based on that, whether it's the favorite or the dog. Um, I don't think it's, wise to follow the crowd because that means you're just 
you're a follower and haven't done any homework, so to speak. Yeah, I would agree. Or fade the crowd. Now, that being said, Johnny, is there a side, and it's only Thursday, where there is a big exposure to the book this week where you could have, you know, hey, if we don't, if everybody and their mom bet this, this will be a $3 million loss for us. Is there a, is there a side yet this week that has that look or anything close to it? Well, I, I can tell you who we're going to end up needing by the time it's all said and done this week. But you take a game like the Saints that we opened up three and a half at Atlanta. That game is down to two and a half. Now, we've mm. skipped over not only three, but now two and a half. Now, what I feel is going to happen is that the money's going to come back on the Saints in this game. I kind of know how people play the Saints. And at nine and two versus a four and seven team, laying less than a field goal, they're going to bet the Saints. And so if the Saints win that game by three, it falls dead in the middle. So we've paid all the three and a half. We've refunded all the threes. We paid everybody that laid two and a half. And that puts us in a precarious situation. Oh, boy. So shaping up as 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 a risky middle there for you guys. That's correct. And so, so now you, we, that's the kind sorry, of stuff that keeps me up at night. You know. Yes, the, the, yes. Have there been many? I don't remember any of those last week. I'm trying to think. But have you guys been middled a lot this season? This has been a wacky year. Not too bad. Uh, we try to hold numbers as long as we can. We try not to cross key numbers. We try to stay as long as we can on a number, uh, even if we're so-called buried on that side. You know. So let me, let me drill down on Saints-Falcons uh, for a second. I'm assuming you guys were willing to go through the three because it was big respected money from people or groups that that you know are perceived to be sharp betters. You're not going to move it down on, you know, me and my producer go in there and all of our friends and put down money on on uh, the Falcons. You're not moving it on that. Was it big money that put it through the three? Yeah, it was definitely sharp money that got us down to that. Um, and and it's not it's not so much that it's big money. Uh one thing that I can tell you in the business is that sharps don't always bet your full limit, but when sharps bet, you move. Um, <laughs> and so we moved, and now we're at a number where uh, we're kind of on their – we'll end up being on their side when, when this game kicks off on Sunday. Interesting. Okay, so Saints-Falcons is one. Are there any others that could be risky for the, for the book? Uh, the one game I saw that I was the um, – the uh, 49ers game, hmm. kind of kind of an interesting game. Uh, you know, the 49ers are playing the Bills, and we actually moved that game from the Bills uh, two and a half point favorite. We are now down at a pick on this game. Wow. You know, and huh. kind of a strange game. You know, the 49ers don't really have home field advantage. It's more of a neutral game, you know, playing in Arizona. Yeah, um, I guess you might call them the Arizona 49ers for, for a few weeks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so that game moved down to two and a half to pick, and it looks like uh, the Sharps do like the 49ers in this spot. Now, the 49ers haven't, you know, played the season that everybody expected them to, but the Bills sure have. Uh, but the 49ers are still in the hunt. I think they're getting a little healthier, although I did look at their roster. They're still banged up pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, they're – but. This is a game that um, that also had sharp movement on it uh, early in the week. I'm just curious uh, if there's people listening and they're saying, well, what's a sharp? How do you define a sharp? Is it, you know, your buddy over here, you've, you've known for a while and you just respect him because he comes in and consistently on Sundays he wins? Because wins in the NFL is what, 57, 58%? Yeah, sharp to me is not a guy that consistently wins, but a, a sharp will consistently win. A sharp is a guy who gets the best number uh, most of the time. Uh, and so by getting the best number, he increases his chances to win. And so that's how a sharp is defined by me. It's somebody who consistently, uh, when they bet, get the best of it. Is there a team or teams that, Johnny, that you've seen this season that have maybe gone and become sharp teams? I know the Vikings started out very poorly. Um, and it seems like in recent weeks, of course, Carolina notwithstanding, they look like a team that have been bet on, but they don't always deliver. There was the Dallas debacle, uh, or maybe Minnesota just isn't a sharp team, but is there anyone out there that you've seen any teams that they're gravitating towards? 
No, because that's not what the Sharps do. They, they, the they, yeah. they do not consistently play on a team unless the bookmaker hasn't caught up on something. Mm -hmm. uh, if the bookmaker's behind on maybe a total on a team because the team is a lot of offensive production, Sharps see it, but the, but the bookmakers haven't caught up to it yet. Uh, that's possible to see a team uh, total get bet on for a few weeks in a row. But the side, no. Um, usually that's not how they play. They're playing individual games, individual teams, week by week, and it varies. What about a team like Miami? Uh, they went on like a five-game ATS winning streak. I was fortunate enough to be on that for four of them. Uh, you could kind of see it when they got healthy. Uh, in the secondary specifically, and then Flores started to get it. It started clicking for him with the with the heavy blitzes. Um, did you, are they a team you guys have adjusted significantly in your power rankings? Yeah, you know they've never been a bad team this year. Uh, you know with Fitzpatrick, he was actually playing pretty well, but the coach decided to go with two and T. He thought he's, that's the future of the team, so he figures I'm, I'm I think he's ready to go. And obviously, uh, you know he's gone out there and delivered. Um, it's funny, Miami's a funny story because last year, uh, and not too far from where we are now a year ago, they were talking about my, it was probably more in November, they were talking about Miami being the worst team ever in the NFL. And look at Miami now, how they've turned it around. Yeah. Um, you know, seven and four team on the brink of making, possibly going to the playoffs, possibly winning the AFC East. So um, it's a remarkable story. And here they are, 11.5-point favorite over the Bengals this week. Uh, you know, I haven't seen numbers like that on, on Dolphins yeah. being favorite in a very long time. It's almost like it's a bit of a sketchy number, huh? The Miami Dolphins favored by 11.5 over anyone. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, I'll get you out of here on this. Uh, other Everybody's going to be betting the Chiefs, obviously, to win the Super Bowl. But is there a team out there that you've seen any sharp action on future bets um, to win the Super Bowl? I wouldn't say sharp uh, so much because none of these teams have actually been that high. But uh, the Saints have drawn quite a bit of money as well as the Packers have. Um, you know, as we take teams and raise them up, because that's what you do in futures. When you lower teams, you have to raise teams. We, you can't keep lowering everybody because you take all the value out of the future book. Mm -hmm. So as we raise teams back up, we'll get play on those teams like Seattle. We raised it, Seattle back up and we got play on Seattle. Um, you know, teams like the Dolphins were a really good price at one time. The Minnesota Vikings were 200 to one just a few weeks ago. Now they got a long way to go to get there, but at least, you know, they're, they're at least in the, in the conversation. So if you got 200, that's a good value because you know, they're the price, the pr right price on them now is a uh, 75, a hundred to one. So, that's what you look for. During the course of the season, you look for the value uh, because the bookmaker is raising prices to get money on other teams because they're overloaded on other teams. We're heading into 2021. The pandemic is expected to end. Where do you see sports gambling headed? Are we going to see a ton of states all of a sudden say, bring it on, let's do sports gambling? Do you see Vegas kind of exploding and popping again? Oh, definitely Vegas is going to explode again, um, you know, probably towards more May, June area. Um, it's been a tough year in Las Vegas. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's the capital world, not only entertainment capital world, not only for sports betting, but all types of gambling shows uh, and all the amenities that it provides. But they'll be back um, and, you know, look for that to happen in 21. As far as DraftKings, we're just going to continue to grow. Um, you know, we're going to be in Michigan soon. Uh, we're going to be in other states this 2021 will be other states that will uh, going to opening up sports betting and, you know, we'll go anywhere where someone will have us. And uh, I think, I think everyone's interested in having us. So uh, this thing's going to grow and it's going to be eventually in just about every state. All right. Johnny Avello bookmaker to the stars. He's been around forever. Johnny, thanks a lot for your time man. enjoy the games. You're welcome, Jason. Thank you. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Johnny Avello. Kingmaker in Vegas once upon a time. Now with DraftKings setting lines. Folks, listen. If the books get middled on this Saints Falcons game, boy, that is going to be you got to you got to love it, right? The the Dwayne Wade gif, I love it. You love to see it. Um, I do like Week 13 a lot in some aspects, but I have listen. I complete candor with you guys, uh, total honesty. I ask it for my athletes and coaches, and I try to give it to you guys. Don't pull punches, and sometimes. The losses get in your head. And I had such a good run. Again, I was up to 118th in the Circa contest before the bottom fell out. And since then, you just start overthinking it. You know, you can see the field. You can see everything clearly. And now all of a sudden, it's a little fuzzy. You start to doubt yourself. But I'm starting to get a good vibe about week 13. And I do think I'm going to change one thing up. Um, I haven't given out a teaser yet this year on the best bet here on the podcast. Now, of course, I've done teaser bets all season. Teasers can be profitable. You want to get through the key numbers of three and seven. So we're going to get started with a big money teaser here. This one, you know, it's going to sting if it doesn't hit. Um, I'm doing a four-team seven-point teaser. So for the amateurs out there, you know, it's plus 120 on on the VIG. And I'm taking, first of all, the Chargers, as we look at the lines Friday morning here, from pick... To plus seven. I know that it's risky to back Anthony Lynn in any way, shape, or form, but the best stat I can give you this year 
on Anthony Lynn and the Chargers. They are 10-1 and one against the spread on six-point teasers. The only loss was against Carolina when they were big favorites, and they ended up losing by five. Remember, they had the hook and lateral at the end of the game where the pitch was not on point, or he would have scored. He was like at the 15, 20-yard line. And that was the only teaser leg they didn't cover. Every other game they're in, because Justin Herbert's a money player, and they have great skill position players. All that's holding them back is Anthony Lynn. So I'm taking the Chargers from Pickham to plus seven, getting a touchdown at home. I know I've seen the number. Bill Belichick is 25-4 and four straight up against rookie quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. Second leg of the teaser. This one scares me a little bit. Raiders, from they're favored by nine against the Jets right now. I'm taking that down to two. I don't trust the Raiders. I don't trust John Gruden on the road. I have historically faded him on the road because he hates to travel. One of the easiest bets last year was the Raiders going to London. He just doesn't like to travel, and he doesn't travel well. They did not travel well against the Falcons. Uh, They did not travel well against the Patriots earlier this year, and uh, there's a small chance they lose this to the Jets, so I'm taking it down to Raiders minus two. I'm not taking Raiders and Survivor because I think they could lose this game, honestly. I'm not doing it. So Chargers to plus seven, Raiders to minus two, Seahawks from 10 to three, and Colt McCoy is a veteran. Um, I don't, I think Seattle comes out a little lethargic, but ultimately can pull away and and win this easily. Their defense is what I'm going to watch here. If they can bottle up the inept Giants offense, I will start to feel really good about Seattle. Um, the Giants can be dangerous through the air. They have some weapons. Evan Ingram's a good player. Um, the receivers are solid. I just don't think Colt McCoy can get it done. So I'm taking the Seahawks down from 10 to three. And finally, the 49ers, and you heard Mr. Avello earlier, they probably will end up favorites. Well, you know, here it is Friday morning, and the 49ers are favored by one at one of the shops that I gamble at. So I'm going to tease them up to plus six against Buffalo. Now listen, Nick Mullins is a kind of guy who could easily have a fumble or pick six in the fourth quarter to really end it. So there is some risk there, but I'm just trusting Debo Samuel plays. Gosh, if he doesn't play, man, don't make this bet, guys. If Debo Samuel doesn't play... I don't know where the offense comes from, honestly. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, really, you trust in a rookie? Um, so that's my teaser, $500 to win 600 Chargers plus 7, Raiders minus 2, Seahawks minus 3, 49ers plus 6. So that's bet number one. The other three are just straight up. I'm taking the Colts favored by 3.5 against Houston. I have flip-flopped on this as soon as the news came out that Will Fuller's out with PEDs. And Bradley Roby's out there. Basically, their best offensive player uh, outside of Watson, of course. Their best skill position player in Fuller. And their best defensive back in Bradley Roby. Like, you're going to be in trouble against the Colts. Now, I know the Colts injury report is something you're going to have to monitor all weekend. Again, I'm not saying lay this bet right now because I want to know what's going on with the linebacker, Okariki. Okay? We know Buckner's back. We know Autry's back. Jonathan Taylor's back. What's going on with Costanzo on the offensive line? That's a significant one. Is the center going to play? Got to check the Colts injury report. If they're fully healthy, I think they win this game handily. Defense is very good. Watson's offensive options are limited. I like the Colts. I, I hate the hook, but I'll take them minus three and a half. And um, again, if some of these guys that didn't play last week, they were down five starters, I believe. I would not advocate backing this. I'm going on the anticipation based on practice reports here through Thursday, as we record this Friday morning, that the Colts should be able to cover three and a half. This one's a little risky. I'm taking Washington, getting eight and a half. Um, Ten days rest here for Alex Smith and Antonio Gibson and scary Terry McLaurin. Meanwhile, Steelers coming off a difficult win over the Ravens. And I will note this, the last time, anytime the Steelers play the Ravens, it's a physical affair, it's a rivalry game, get amped for it, and there's a long come down period. After the last Ravens game, the Steelers came out, and in the first half against Dallas, they were throttled. They let they trailed until the fourth quarter, and when they stormed back and beat the Cowboys by five. I, Washington's got a better defense than Dallas does, and if they can just contain and keep it close, I think Antonio Gibson on the ground can do a lot of damage. Okay, we've seen the Cowboys rush for over 120 yards against the Steelers. The Ravens rushed for over 200 yards in that first meeting. They can be had on the ground, and I think this is a sandwich spot. I mentioned this on Talk the Line uh, Thursday with Jeff Schwartz for Fox Sports. Um, Next week, Steelers have the Buffalo Bills. 
that's going to be a huge game with major playoff implications in the AFC. If the Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Bills, that opens the door for Kansas City to swoop in and get the number one seed and that bye. Okay? Pittsburgh, of course, kind of feeling gutted losing Bud Dupree. Obviously, they still have TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick in the secondary. But eight and a half is a big number. And I know you're going to say, well, Jay, Pittsburgh covered easily against Jacksonville. Yeah, Jake Luton, I, I know. And Pittsburgh covered easily against um, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I get that. I saw that. Uh, divisional matchup, familiarity was there, no doubt. Um, this is coming off Ravens. Bills up ahead. Washington, a lot of extra time to prepare. I think Washington could cover eight and a half. I, I don't love Alex Smith, and I've been wrong about the Redskins a lot this year. Sorry, the Washington Football Club. Um, and if you look at that Dallas um, Thanksgiving game, folks, Washington may have blown them out, but look closely at the box score. They had three drives of 25 yards or less, resulting in 17 points. You ain't getting those short fields against Pittsburgh, okay? Dallas failing on fourth down, um, the dumb fake punt. Like, Pittsburgh doesn't make that many mistakes like that. Dallas is a mistake-prone team. And then they had the pick six at the end. So that right there is like 24 of the 41 points. I mean, Washington's going to have to keep this close in the first half and then ride Gibson on the ground. Man, that kid's tough. I like his. I like the cut of Antonio Gibson's jib. So I took Washington plus eight and a half. And finally, and this is the Jason McIntyre hold-your-nose special, I'm taking the Eagles getting eight and a half. Yes, I swore, I swore off the Eagles, but I'm back uh, in Green Bay. A key injury to note, Green Bay's center injured will not play. Okay, it's one thing when your center's out, but he's not facing Akeem Hicks of Chicago. Hicks was out. He's our best interior rusher, and he's instrumental to the Bears. He was out. They were nothing without him. It's a different story going up against Fletcher Cox. If you read the beat writers this week, they're playing musical chairs on off on the offensive line for the Eagles. Aaron Rodgers, eh, he's going to have a rookie somewhere along the line. It's unclear if he's going to be a guard or center. Either way, uh, starting a rookie against one of the better defensive lines in the league, Fletcher Cox, Graham, Barnett, this is a good Eagles front four. Um, I obviously don't like Darius Big Play Slay, who just got lit up by DK Metcalf uh, for a buck seventy-seven through the air. Hello, now you got to face Devontae Adams. That could get ugly. And yes, there is a great chance that the Packers continue to click on all cylinders and lay waste to the Eagles. My, my thing is, Carson Wentz does lead the league in interceptions, does lead the league in sacks uh, taken. But this is a toothless Eagles defense. They are not good, folks. They're just not a good defense. And if you can get Miles Sanders and Boston Scott cooking on the line, I think they're getting Ertz back. So now you got Ertz and Goddard. Will Peterson go with the heavy sets? Both tight ends, which is what we know he wants to do. They haven't had a lot of that this year because of the injuries. Go back to the first half of the season opener. And they had the two tight end sets. And they manhandled Washington in the first half. Went away from that in the second half and got their doors blown off. I think if they go to that and they can say discipline, not put Carson Wentz in bad situations and try to run the ball 35 times, I think they can have some success and play keep away. Listen, we saw Jacksonville do that. They did get the help of a punt return, but uh, the kid Robinson had a good game. And, and this is just its kind of an overrated Packers defense. And I do love buy low, sell high. That's been one of the things that's been successful for me this year early in the season in gambling. I am buying an Eagles team off a Monday night performance that was ghastly. Everybody who watched that said, oh, you got to bench Carson Wentz. He stinks. The Eagles are horrible. You got to get Wentz out of there. Then you are selling high. So you're buying low on the Eagles and you're selling high on the Packers, who, if you watch Sunday night football, they destroyed the Bears. I know they only won by 16, but that was because of two garbage time touchdowns by the Bears. This is a, a great sell high spot on the Packers and buy low on the Eagles. Remember, folks, this is the NFL. I know it's easy to say that team sucks. This team's atrocious. There's really two really bad teams, the Jets and the Jaguars. They're really bad football teams. Um, there's maybe th two or three really, really, really good teams, maybe just one in the Chiefs. And other than that, like, all the teams in the middle, there's not that much separating them. Again, the Raiders, 
last week got their, got crushed by a Falcons team. The Raiders are a playoff team in the AFC. The Falcons are a dumpster fire. And like the difference between teams in the league, you think it's huge and the chasm is great. It's just not. And I know the Packers are better than the Eagles, but the point spread is the great equalizer. Give me the Eagles getting eight and a half. So to recap the best bets, by the way, the record 46 41 and 5. Whew, a far cry from the 60% we were throughout September here on the podcast. The four picks Eagles plus 8.5, Washington plus 8.5, Indy minus 3.5. Oof, a lot of hooks. And a four team seven point teaser Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks, 49ers. Those are the picks. Everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.